Welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Sefer Yeshaya, Book of Isaiah, Chapter 5, Verses 11 through 17. The subject over here, the prophet, the Navi, is describing a specific type of straying away from God. Specifically, people are involved in crass materialism and how these people will self-destruct, they'll be destroyed, and the people that had not been participating in their wickedness and their evil will survive, will remain. The verse starts, verse 11, Hoy is a cry of emotion. In this case, it's a cry of pain. Those who get up in the morning, they're chasing after strong drink. They stay up late into the evenings, stay, stay up late into the nightfall. Wine lights them up. Wine consumes them or inflames them. The concept over here is that these people are drunk with the materialism of the world, with the simple, the the most base pleasures of the world. And when they get up in the morning, this is what wakes them up. Their purpose in life is to run after this drunkenness and what keeps them up at night. And what excites them, what lights them up, what fires them up is the strong drink. Again, my understanding is that the strong drink is not literally, even though, of course, it includes wine literally, but the point of it is the entire materialism of the world is drunkenness to them. And it will be, Kinar Nevel are different types of musical instruments, generally translated as harp and lyre. Taif is a drum, Chalil is a flute. And their drink is wine. In other words, these people are involved in listening to music, and life to them is a party, and they're drinking wine. The work of the Lord, the work of Hashem, of God. They don't examine that. They don't look at it. And the, the work of His hands, they have not seen it. The point over here is these people, God gave us a mind, and He gave us a heart, and He gave us the ability to understand and to absorb information. And we're supposed to look at God's handiwork, either the wisdom of nature, the order of nature, We can understand it, his workings in history, how he took the Jewish people out of Egypt, and how he punishes nations who do evil, or he punishes individuals that do evil, or it could be referring to the the, the handiwork of the Lord, could be referring to his Torah, his commandments, his, you know, what he established with his hands, meaning to say he established laws and statutes in Jacob. So those laws, all of these are put here for us to study and to learn and to take to heart. And these people were so involved in the simple materialism that they had no time to look at the work of God. Verse 13, Lachain, therefore, Gola Ami Mibli Das, my nation went into exile without understanding. Uchvaidai, the the glory of my nation, which means the honored people of a nation, Meseirav, are people of hunger. Vahamainai, and the multitude, Sikhait Sama, are dried out with thirst. 
So the idea over here is the nation is going to go into exile without even realizing why. They're so far removed from understanding the workings of God, morality, what God demands of them, justice, truth, kindness. They don't even understand what's happening. They're living their life like a party, totally focused on the here and now, the simple material pleasures. They don't even understand why they're going to exile, why they're going to be punished. The hunger and the thirst could be understood as eventually this is what's going to happen. That happened to them. Their punishment is going to be they're going to be taken out into exile. The enemy is not going to give them food and drink. Another way of understanding it is is that deep down there's a hunger and a thirst for spirituality, for godliness, for 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 God's truth and God's law, and they're they're just they they they, they haven't begun to satisfy that hunger or thirst. Verse 14, Lachain, therefore, the grave has broadened its soul or its desire. Ufara, Piha, and opened its mouth, without law. In other words, the grave opens itself up to receive these people in a way that's, that's not typical. Levlichaik means without law, without the typical boundaries that God has set for the grave. You know, when people die, they live out their life and they die. No, the grave is going to swallow them all up. Viyarat, and it will go down, Hadara, its beauty, or Her Majesty, and the multitude, and all of the tumult, all of the noise, Alezba. One way of interpreting this Alezba is, Alez literally means joyous, Ba, in her. One way of understanding is those who were joyous amongst the people, amongst the nation, those people who were busy running after materialism and, so to speak, enjoying life, quote-unquote, they'll go down, all go down into the grave. Another way of understanding it is they'll go down into the grave while they're rejoicing. They're so removed from understanding what they're doing wrong, they won't even stop at the mouth of the grave. They'll just keep on going, keep on rejoicing, keep on partying, and go down partying into the grave. Vayishach Adam, Vayishpalish. Man will be brought down, will be humbled. ish, another word for man, will be laid low. The eneg vayim, in the eyes of the haughty, tishpalna, will be brought down. One way of understanding this is that this is another description of their destruction, meaning to say what's going to happen is all of their haughtiness, all of their arrogance, and all their confidence in what they're doing will, will just dissipate, it will be gone. Another interpretation is that the survivors, those who didn't participate in this or those who will not be punished with active death will be laid low and uh, you know they'll be humbled and realize that this is not the path of life, like a type of repentance, a type of uh, coming back to God. Verse 16, Vayigba Hashem Tzavakais, the Lord of hosts is exalted by Mishpat with justice, Vakela Kadesh, and the holy God, Nikdash, is sanctified Bitstaka with righteousness or with charity or with mercy. The point over here is, is when the wicked are punished and people realize that this way of life is not it doesn't pay off. It's not it's not it doesn't lead to good things. It just destroys people, then their understanding of God 
changes in their mind. When we say God is exalted, God himself doesn't move, doesn't go from place to place. It means the same people's minds, the way people understand God, they'll have a deeper and higher understanding of God as possible. And until now, the way they understood God is these party people might be religious people and, you know, every once in a while they go pray or whatever it might be. And that was their concept of God, a very small and and minimized concept of God. They'll have a whole new understanding of God, an exalted concept of God. They'll understand what, what justice means what charity means, what righteousness means. So when we say that the Lord will be exalted with justice, one, one way of understanding it is he will be exalted through the justice that he executes and he will be sanctified, the Holy God will be sanctified through the charity that he does, meaning to say that he allows the survivors to live. Or it just means that people will understand the justice and the righteousness of God on a deeper level. Verse 17, Biro chivasim the sheep will pasture as is their habit. The charvay smechem and the ruins of the fattened ones, garam yechelu, strangers will eat. What this is telling us is that the righteous are compared to sheep. They're compared to sheep. They follow God without questioning, without uh, hesitation, just as sheep follow their shepherd. And those sheep who had been until now out of the way because the people who were partying, the people who had control of society, were, you know, had their idea of life and the righteous people were pushed to the side. But now the sheep will come through the land that the the wicked had been cleansed out of. In other words, the wicked been, are now removed from the land. The righteous will come through that land and pasture through as is their habit. To them won't make a difference where they are. Wherever they are, they're with God. And as they were when they were in exile or wherever they might have been, now they're coming through as is their habit. And the ruins of fattened ones, fattened ones are the people who took advantage of, you know, the, the material pleasures of the world and fattened themselves on that. Garam, the strangers, the strangers are the people who had been considered strangers in that society, a society that exalts and lifts up material pleasure and the pursuit of material pleasure. Those the ruins of those houses, the ruins of that society, the, these strangers, these righteous people who are considered strangers in that society, they'll consume it, they'll, they will eat it. So again, the upshot is is that we, the prophet gives us a description of people who, uh, a society who parties and who considers partying as a goal in life to the degree that they forget about everything else. These people are destroyed, swallowed by the grave, and the righteous, the humble, are the ones that inherit their their place and pasture pasture through their ruins.